Welcome, 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 podcast listeners. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. It is episode number 174 of the Fret Talk podcast. You are joined this week by Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Woo-hey. So, Woo. this is a podcast. This is a particularly special podcast, um, just because I like I like doing these ones. Um, I'm just grabbing, <laughs> grabbing my phone. Um, because, in fact, I, I, I was tempted to to sack off the podcast because I want to do some Pokemon raids this week. Um, because we've got regional regional exclusives going on, which you've never, yeah, yeah, you've never been able to do the regional exclusive five stars before. Uh, but now they've introduced remote raid passes. You can do. I feel I feel like we've gone on a tangent here, Matt. Already, <laughs> I, like, I mean, you say we. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was very much an orchestrated tangent, um, but just just for for you in the know, just know that I am I am, it like I'm sidestepping uh, an Uxy raid today, to be to be able to be on this cast. So that is the dedication that I'm bringing to the Fret Talk podcast. Um, he says, as he's just said, I'm just grabbing my phone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you might you might see like a, a point during this podcast where I am a little bit quiet for around two and a half minutes, maybe three, depending on how many people we get in a raid. Uh, <laughs> but uh, just don't mind me. You can you you cast around me. It's fine. I'll try and vamp. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll just be like, and Matt, what do you think? Uh, uh, there weren't a question. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that that moment where you're uh, you're with your partner, and they go, oh, "What are you thinking?" Ah, <laughs> 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 I, wa- I wasn't thinking anything, but now you're making me think things I shouldn't think. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm panicking that I shouldn't be thinking some things that I shouldn't be thinking. That's it. I was thinking how how well I'd do in a fight against a shark, uh, but I'm I'm afraid to say that because that makes me sound mental, um, and thus the inner workings of a man brain. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're we're fucking stupid, um, and the like we do stupid things as well, like Never. me and my brother, um. More often than we should, we play a game where we throw stuff, like general stuff. Usually, like when I when I'm uh, well, or back when we could see each other, uh, and we'd we'd hang out at my my mom's house. Um, we'd we'd throw like like general toys that the the kids are playing with. We'd we'd throw them at each other's nuts. Um, <laughs> In a, because you're giant children yourselves. Yeah, like standard. Like we, like my my mum, bless her heart, uh, like despairs, saying like you you're teaching your children a bad example, and we're like, shit, like they're they're boys, they will do this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna do it whether we teach it to them or not. Because yeah. if we don't, they'll learn it at school. Well, that's it. I mean. Like it's it's something wired into like the 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 male brain. Like my son, it's stacked up, um, uh, like a series of like blocks. It it made like a, a tower to see how high you could get it without it falling over. Like just like standard kind of building blocks. And then after he'd done that, and he'd, he'd got like a stable tower, he could he was seeing like if he could tiptoe over it, <laughs> like. Like over over the thingy without like hitting it. It's like that that is like pure stupidity. That 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 is the road to a bad time. I didn't teach him how to do that. That is just standard stupidity, and and that is that's what men bring to the table. So I can't argue with that. Yeah. Um. So what were we talking about, Matt? Like this is this is not. Have we done the intro yet? <laughs> we, I think we have. Yeah, I think we have. Um, l- let's kind of wrangle it onto some some actual kind of guitar-y talk. Matt, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I've done two gigs since our last podcast. Uh, may I be 
the the uh, unified voice of the people here in saying, "You bastard!" <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we are we are all we are all happy for you in yeah, a kind of like eighty twenty split. Well, like I, I feel like it might not be for too much longer. Like I've got gigs lined up over Christmas and January, um, but uh, obviously university students are coming back to the island for Christmas. Oh, those! And bastards. whilst they have to isolate for fourteen days, and so do their households. Like we've already had one case where it's technically not a community case because they know where it came from. But it wasn't. It wasn't somebody returning. It's somebody's returned and then given it to somebody else, and they're saying, "Oh, it's not a community case. It's a cluster of cases." Um, but it the, like this cluster's been going on for three weeks now, and there's like seven different people. So like it's all but back here. And um, luckily, it seems like it's transferred in house rather than like in the shops or anything. Yeah. So it's all people who are linked to the person who returned. But it's it's only a matter of time before we get it, and then whether they close the pubs immediately or what's not like so i'm just trying to make the most of it at the moment so yeah like i say a couple of gigs over the last couple of weeks i think i've got a week or two off and then i've basically got gigs every weekend over over december and half of january i mean that's promising and i i really do hope that it is just that cluster and then that cluster gets contained and uh, yeah, I mean, we've we've basically uh, are planning for the worst because obviously, it's not fair. Like, bearing in mind we don't have anything in the community, or we're saying that we don't. It's not really fair to say to people that they can't see their families over Christmas if there's nothing going on over here. Yeah. So, like, there are allowing people to have people come home for Christmas. They can isolate for fourteen days and then go back to university, like, or go out into the community and then go back to university whenever, or that kind of thing. So we've just kind of got to like prepare for the worst and hope that it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so gigging for the moment and hopefully that will continue, but yeah, um, really good time. We had a couple of cracking gigs. Um, one of them up North on a Saturday night where just sort of like, it was, it's one of those weird places where it's busy in the middle of the night rather than at the end of your set because people move on from there and then they go and catch the last bus to another town. So like, it was weird. Like we stacked the kind of middle of the second set and then had the last like 15 songs as kind of like to a smaller group of people because everyone had kind of moved on. But one of those nights where, yeah, like people are, are, in in to have fun until a certain time and they've got to go and catch a bus to get to the next town or whatever so bit bit weird like that but yeah still good really enjoyed it um really good crowd whilst they were there and yeah just had lots of fun and then uh, we played venue over here called quids for the first time this friday just gone which i've shared a load of footage so if your friends with me on facebook and you've seen like eight or nine videos shared by me of just me spamming my new my new band. I'm really sorry, but at the same time, I'm actually quite proud of most of the like. It's all phone footage, so there's a couple of them where like the the mic is peaked yeah, out just for blowing up, yeah. thirty seconds, but like yeah, like any of the ones where you can actually hear what's going on, it sounds well. I think it sounds quite good, and like, um, yeah, it's it's not often I get me to get get to see myself playing lead and. A lot of footage that people share of us is just like in the middle of a song when they're all singing along. Yeah, tend yeah. to be playing lead like lead then, but yeah, like the, this was like the guy who runs the pub basically was filming songs from start to finish. So I think there's I think there's seven songs that have been filmed start to finish that um, were shared. And yeah, it was a cracking venue. The guy who runs the pub was like lovely about it. Like really wants us to come back and, and play again was constantly sharing he was like messaging some of his friends that sometimes come out and say no you've got to come down tonight and see this band like he, he was really passionate about this and yeah we've, we've been booked in for a cancellation slot next year because he's already booked the first half of next year but he's like right we've got a cancellation on this date can you do it <laughs> good man. so yeah good man got, got stuff coming in but um just had a great night like the the crowd on that in that friday night there was a crowd of people who wanted to listen to music rather than just get up and dance. So we could play the bluesy numbers that we've got in the set and people would go nuts for it. So like I do a version of Red House, um, which is like a hybrid Gary Moore um, and um, Jimi Hendrix one. Because I do 
a, a lot of the fast licks from from the Gary Moore version, just like you know the overblown, just full on raucous. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Shred, shreddy blues. Um. So yeah, I do, I do a bit of that. Um. And like, we ended the set, and like we were we were halfway through the first set, and people were shouting for Freebird, and we were like. <laughs> We're not yeah. doing it in the middle of the first set. Yeah, no. no, fuck off. You can wait. You can wait to the end. If you yeah. stick it out, then maybe. Yeah, and then like we got to the end of the set and we played Freebird, and obviously because we'd said, "Oh yeah, we'll do it," when people were shouting it out, um, the, the the owner was saying that he was sitting sitting on a table with a few people, and they're like, "I'm not sure. Not many people can do Freebird." And I was like, Anybody can do Freebird if they think about it. But yeah, everybody was really impressed, and I had one guy come over to me. Um, as we were packing up, um, and he said, uh, I watched Davy Knowles do that with the original Backdoor Slam about 15, 20 years ago. Like, like he was fairly drunk, so I, I've taken it with a pinch of salt. But he then said, and you did it as well as he did, and that's just made my life. Yes, <laughs> Somebody's yes. compared me to basically the guy who inspired me to, yeah, like I was, I was 50-50 whether I was going to stick with the guitar, saw a Davy Knowles concert, decided to stick around with it and somebody just compared me to my playing to his so yeah like and life it, is complete <laughs> it'd be a really awkward podcast if uh if you hadn't continued on with the, the guitar <laughs> just some random bloke talking i don't know what they took yeah What's a pedal would be yeah we'd, we'd end up just talking about the uh the nutball game again <laughs> <laughs> just devolve into that be- yeah totally yeah, I, I caught a couple of the. Well, I caught um, I caught one of the videos. I, I saw some of them, but then I, I managed to like listen to listen to the one where you were doing uh, a, a, the Fleetwood Mac tune. Yeah, uh, go, go your own way. Yeah, go your own way. Yeah, why couldn't I remember that? Uh, and like like I said to you uh, before the cast started, even though it was phone footage, uh, which usually is. <laughs> Like even if even if the phone's not like the the uh, mic isn't blowing up, um, it's usually not a fantastic mix in a phone because yeah. it's usually weighted towards one of the instruments because you're standing closer to whatever. But the mix was was pretty much bang on. I could hear could hear all the uh, the individual instruments. It, so you got the you got the uh, like the levels right as well. Um, so it was yeah fantastic um i put put uh put a face to a name with multiple things that we've spoken about on this cast um like first one being like Lorcan. Lorcan. yeah um like never never have i met a person called Lorcan, so i could put a, a like an actual face to that name but more importantly i put a face to the name of his guitar as well which is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it's a gorgeous strat, that. It is, yeah. It's uh, It definitely does the job, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Perfect for the job. I'm glad we pointed him in that direction. That's it. Good man. Although, Good. Um, the week before, actually, um, he snapped a string on that and then he played my vintage Les Paul. And now he's thinking about, in the future, possibly having a Les Paul because <laughs> he, he, he rather enjoyed that as well. I mean, to be fair, like... If you have one of each, then you you sorted, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, sorted. Um. Yeah. To be fair, you need a Strat, a Les Paul, and a Telly. So I mean, minimum. Yeah. <laughs> Long term. Yeah. Like, yeah. If we talk, if we're talking like, like end goal, I, I say end goal, and I'm looking over at a rack full of. Things that are more than just a, a strat, unless Paul and Telly. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at my own like preview picture in the corner. I'm going SG, double humbucker strat, and then I'm going, well, that's double humbucker Telly behind me. Oh, that's a 12 string. Yeah. <laughs> There's a mandolin above your head. <laughs> it's a light bulb, Matt. It's a light bulb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Wee>! Perspective. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was I was playing some rather tasty blues on an Ibanez before this uh, before this chat. So yeah, and and I 
accidentally uh, came up with a lick that transitions between the f- four and the one chord in the blues progression using uh, diminished arpeggios. Um, I uh, sometimes, yeah, sometimes I, I don't, I don't <laughs> like myself when I play guitar. <laughs> um, yeah, it had to happen. Um, you don't find diminished arpeggios in a pentatonic scale. Just, just stick to the pentatonic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it started there. It started kind of pent. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I was. I was trying to do some uh, some kind of like horn inspired like chromaticism, like mixed with kind of like outlining chord arpeggios and chromaticism, because funnily enough, I was listening to a bit of uh, like Dizzy Gillespie last week. Uh, okay, don't know why. <laughs> um, something something funny came over me. Um, but I was like, I was digging, digging a couple of those lines, um, and then, then I like, I ventured down a bit of Miles Davis and a bit of, um, who else was that? Oh, it doesn't matter anyway. Like I, I, I fell down a a slight, a slight jazzy rabbit hole, um, and I thought yeah. I'd, I'd try some jazz. Incredibly hard. Like don't, don't attempt it, kids. Don't do it. Just don't. Um, but yeah, like isn't, isn't jazz just playing out of key? <laughs> no, it's it's like it's knowing knowing music theory to a point where yeah you're almost do you know like those like really nerdy guys like who are like incredibly. I mean, you you get guys and girls. Let let's not kind of pigeonhole it as a as a male thing, but it, it tend you tend to see it more in blokes where like you get really nerdy people who are like super super specific about a subject. It's like that with music, jazzes, as far as I understand it, anyway. And like, well, it just sounds like people playing out of key and off tempo to me. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> If you go back to like kind of the earlier stuff, it's there's a lot of like outlining chord, like the the chords with with arpeggios, but then like chromatic movement between though like this chord and the next chord, and like tying them all together with quote unquote melody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you put those quotes in. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, there's there's some some really interesting stuff there. Like I I'm never going to be, never ever going to be anything that far gone but like taking little bits of inspiration from it and kind of trying to be able to feel out chords and feel out the chord changes and and outline them using dad blues um yeah <laughs> uh I, yeah i wanted to be less limited uh so I, so i gave that a little bit of a go uh and ended up with diminished arpeggio runs so i mean I, I was shooting for jazz and co- and kind of got metal, <laughs> so <laughs> like yeah. go figure, go figure. That's all jazz is. It's just metal, isn't it? Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jazz is metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Metal metal <laughs> is derived completely from jazz. I think those those are the famous famous quotes. I think so. Like someone said that Jimi Hendrix probably. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think it was George Harrison, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. George Harrison says, "Yeah, metal, it just it's all jazz. It's all jazz." Uh, anyway, yeah. I suppose I should probably talk about kind of my endeavours of this this week. Um, when this cast releases, it won't be this week. But like the the uh, the most recent thing that I've done in terms of this this podcast so we, we're podcasting on a wednesday the last friday's no talk or tone featured a very special pedal it was very special for a couple of reasons uh number one that that pedal was uh it, it wasn't mine it belongs to you matt it was mine uh, it was yours yeah. yeah uh you sent it to me which was very kind of you uh second reason why it was very special is because it it was made from one of our Patreon backers, Mr. Doug Christ of 37FX. 
There you go. You get an extra shout out this week, Doug. Um, who subsequently I happen to be listening to uh, in my ears on the way to work um, because he does a podcast um, about movies um, called Masters of the Cinematic Universe, um, and I've I've caught the first. Well, the the first episode is quite like an intro episode, but like the first two regular episodes are uh like a, a podcast about goodfellas um a film that i watched passively once maybe um and after listening to that podcast i'm like yeah i'm set on this i'm gonna watch that film um i'm literally about three quarters of the way through their second one which is about ghostbusters um again a film that i've seen a couple of times don't really remember all that that well it was Something that I watched when I was very, very young and I may have picked yeah. it up once once or twice in my adult years. And I'm like, that shit sounds like an absolute hoot. I'm going to watch that. Uh, so, so, yep. I, I blame you guys for a lack of productivity over over the next couple of weeks um, because I'm going to be watching films. Um, but side, uh, side tangent aside... Doug makes pedals and he makes uh, a lovely little uh, little guy with a fat coat. Fat guy, little coat. Sorry. <laughs> lovely little little fat I imagine the guy's little because he's in a, in a tiny enclosure. Maybe that's why the coat's little. I don't know. Quite possibly. Yeah. Either way, fat tones, little pedal. Um there you go. That's that's my summation of the the fat guy little coat. So it's essentially it's like a it's a color sound inspired with with Doug's extra special tweaks done to it, adding a little bit of little bit of flavor into that sauce. And you essentially get one knob, which is the best kind of pedal because <laughs> you can't fuck up that tone, can you? <laughs> no. Do you want less or do you want more? <laughs> that's it. Well, it's just, do you want loud? Like, how loud would you like this? <laughs> yeah. um, there you go. This is your sound. And I like that in a pedal. It's uh, like, unashamedly, this is your sound. You are getting this in the pedal. So I like that. Um, I found it was really, really, uh, really, really responsive to the, the volume control, uh, as any good fuzz would be. Um, but this one, really... I almost preferred rolling the the volume back, maybe just maybe just a notch or two, to get like a crunchy overdrive tone to it. I really dug that. I really, really, really found that inspiring. Like, yeah, I mean, because what I usually do before I actually record the no talk or tone, because it's it's all done in one take, pretty much, uh, unless there's any log. Like, monumental screw-ups that I do, um, which doesn't happen too often. Um, tooting my own horn there. <laughs> there, was, there was just a car horn as well then. I did. That was fantastic. It came to this end. I hope it comes through on your audio. Yeah, I'm brilliant. not sure that direction might, might pick that up. No, but just so you know, listener, there was a car horn <laughs> then. Um yeah, it's brilliant. You can't you, you can't make that shit up, can you? Um, yeah. So, um, what I usually do before I record the no talk or tones, I'll either like the day of the recording, I'll give it like a quick fifteen minute blast to kind of find the sounds that I want to highlight. Um, with this one, obviously one one knob, I didn't I didn't necessarily need to do that. But the night before, I plugged it in, uh, and I ended up spending about an hour and a half just working that volume control and the tone control, and just having having a good time. Yeah, um, I, I can imagine. Like I say, when I first got it, it just kind of lost a few hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I completely completely agree with it. Um, and I think, at, like currently at this moment, I know that he's doing a. Doing a sale on them, isn't he? He's doing a twenty five percent off. I don't know if that's going to be a, still still happening by the time that this podcast is live. 
So worth a check. Check it out. I think it's uh, 30, the word, 7, the number. The number. And then FX. And that's at Instagram. And that's where he sells sells his pedals. So just, just check. If you were interested in one, which there's no reason why you shouldn't be. It classes as a budget pedal. It is under £100. Um, if you want to check that out, go uh, go see uh, Doug on Instagram. Uh, and obviously check out his podcast as well. Like, it's making me want to watch movies. Uh, and I'm not entirely a massive movie guy. Uh, so there you go. They, they're an inspiring lot. Um, so that's that's two weeks ago <laughs> from when this cast comes out. I haven't recorded the one for this week, so I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> I'm looking around and I'm thinking, no, I've done that, done that. Done that. Don't want to do that. <laughs> done that. <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm going to do this week. It might be the Helix Phaser. It might be. I might have a go at the Joyo Aquarium Aquarius. One of those two. It's like a, It's essentially like their take on the TC flashback. So it's like a multi-delay okay. delay. Um. I've been scared to do it because it's got so many settings. Um, but I think I've I've worked out a way around that. So if it is out this Friday, you'll find out. If if not, then I I bottled it. So we'll we'll find out. We'll find out. It's got to be neither of those. It's not going to be the Helix or the uh, the Aquarius. And I'll find some other one knob pedal that I've just got lying about. <laughs> Who knows. Um, but yeah, that that's that. And then this week uh, was a, a pretty massive week for the the uh, Helix. So ah uh, ah uh, three three yes three. Um, ever since I bought the Helix, I uh, like I joined a couple of like Helix owners groups on Facebook, and ever since then. Every maybe like once every week, once every two weeks, if it's been a slow slow week, um, there'll be someone post up any news on when Helix three point is out yet, and I'm just like no, nope, no, nope. and that's been going on ever since I've owned it, so almost a year now. Uh, like I I owned it at the start of the year tonight actually, so it's not it's not quite a full year, but. Definitely, definitely over over six months of just people going. When's uh when's three point oh eight yet? Does anyone know when you can get eight blocks on your helix, and <laughs> and all of this? Yeah, that and without warning, it just dropped one one day last week. Um, so as we mentioned, it now allows eight uh eight blocks of things, uh rather than six, which is that's wonderful. I've been utilising that. Uh, but one of the one of the things as well, it's um, it's put like dumped in um, an acoustic simulator, which is based on the Boss AC two, uh, okay. which yeah, they're they're a thing. Um, so I thought, what better way to uh, to celebrate the Helix three release than to pit the the acoustic simulator modelled through the helix that is modelled through a pedal. Uh, pit that against the uh, the acoustic sounds in the Variax, <laughs> um, and that that is coming out literally in two days. Um, the the AC two modeler is noisy. It's got a hiss to it, and I think. Line six of of like modelled that to a fault, so I imagine it's that is what the the original pedal sounded like, and they literally just modelled it exactly. Um, and the the uh, the Variax one, as as you can probably attest for Matt, there's there's no audible artifacts with that. It's just no, it's just modelling, um, and it's quite good modelling as well. It sounds. 
it sounds rather natural. It sounds like a mic'd acoustic, whereas the AC2, it sounds like the uh, like when you plug an acoustic into the into a PA through like piezo pickup. Yes. So you, I mean, we've all heard this like at, at venues where someone comes, like there's a singer songwriter there, and he 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 or she's got like a, an acoustic guitar that's just got like a, a jack input. They plug it directly in, and you get this kind of like thin, like really the really hollow sounding like really toppy uh string sound and this pedal absolutely nails that it's like a perfect representation of that but that's not what an acoustic sounds like <laughs> so look it's a brilliant acoustic sounding sim because it sounds like what <laughs> what your acoustic would sound like in that venue um but the Variax just the Variax is leagues ahead. Uh, it, like in my opinion, in my opinion, like some people might really like that sound. Um, like there's a certain, um, certain Joe Bonamassa album. I think the, I think it might be live from the Royal Albert Hall. Okay. Uh, and he's got that that log like, uh, acoustic through a PA sound. Like for a couple of tunes, like um, high water everywhere, um, and he does like this massive, massive like acoustic intro, where he's like essentially just shredding the shit out of an acoustic, <laughs> but it's all through this kind of like piezo sounding uh, <laughs> acoustic pickup. Uh, so it it sounds like that. So if you want to, if like if you want to recreate certain sounds. And you wanted to get that really weird Joe Bonamassa Albert Hall acoustic tone. I'd go for the 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 AC over the um, the Variax. But if you want to, if you want to have the sound of an acoustic, like what you'd put in a mix, like an acoustic mic'd up, Variax can't be beat for me. Yeah. No, I, I think you're exactly right there. And it's the first time I've done that on Stomp v Stomp. Like, usually it's been, like, a pedal versus the Helix, whereas this has been a guitar versus the Helix. I don't think I'll be yeah. able to do that again. Um, probably not, but, like, yeah. Yeah, like, I've I've had the the boss ac series the the pedal acoustic yeah. um which i would describe as fine if you need it for two parts of a song and everything else you're playing is electric and you don't want to drag an acoustic to a gig yeah whereas the variax i would describe as if you want to do 10 songs on the acoustic but you don't want to faff around with having an acoustic preamp and you acoustic and yeah, you just want one or two guitars on stage. Most of your set is electric, but you want to play a few acoustic. I quite happily use your your acoustic sounds in the Variax. They are good enough for that. Not quite perfect, but so close to it that it doesn't really matter unless you're doing an. I mean, if you're doing an entire set on an acoustic, then probably bring an acoustic. But other than that, <laughs> oh yeah, I'd I'd still opt for the Variax, but that's because of my my fingers don't want to deal with acoustic strings. Uh, but I I I play fairly light on my acoustic. Like in fact, I play as as light as a lot of play. I play tens on my acoustic. Okay, I didn't even know that that was an option. Yeah, I think mine ten to four. In fact, I've got a set here. Two seconds. Just knock, knock some shit over. It's all right. Lee, Lee does it all the time on, on the podcast. Feel free, yeah, Here Matt. we go. Extra light, 10 to 47. It's 10 to 47? That's mental. That's what I play on my acoustics. Because, like, electric 10s go 10 to 46. So is that point one? <laughs> like, point naught one of a inch is it is is that yeah 
is that is really po- necessary? <laughs> like, I don't know. The strings <laughs> are uh, 0.010, 0.014, 0.023, 0.030, 0.031, 0.032, 0.033, 0.033, 0.033, 0.033, 0.033, 0.033, 0.033, 0.033, 0.033, 0.033, 0.033, 0.033, 0.033, 0
Hogan 2. Big Bamboo. Giggity. Hogan 2. Big Bamboo. That's really tough. <laughs> I mean... Because straight away I was going, oh, Giggity's his mind's eye, but at the same time, it could be either a pedal or we. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, Giggity Hogan 2. Hogan 2. And... Big Bamboo. Big Bamboo. I'm going to go for Hogan 2 is the type of weed. Okay. And I'm going to go for Big Bamboo is the pedal. I'm go. I'm go, I'm sticking with my gut. Giggity is from your mind's eye. Okay. I mean, to be honest, I probably would have bet on that myself. Um, the Giggity is a preamp uh, from Voodoo Labs. Of course it is. Um, why Why would it not be? Um, Big Bamboo is the weed. And Hogan 2 is from my mind's eye. Um, there was an advert for um, Crocodile Dundee 2 on television featuring Paul Hogan. Hogan 2. So that, that, okay. that, that was not a great round there. Um, but I, I got the weed. You didn't? Did I not? No. What did I say the weed was? I thought, oh no, I said Hogan the weed two. was Hogan 2, didn't I? Yeah, okay, yeah. no, I didn't get the weed. No, I got nothing. Uh, right, okay. We, we can do this, we can do this, Matt. We can do this. Uh, right, Moby Dick, Greasy Spoon, Blue Boy. So Moby Dick, Greasy Spoon, Blue Boy. You see, I feel like I've seen two of these as a pedal, so I'm clearly mixing them up with something. I mean, <laughs> At least I, one of them. I didn't check that either the weed or the mines I weren't a pedal. <laughs> um, but they weren't a pedal that I looked for today. So. Okay. Uh, so I think Moby Dick is a pedal. Mm hmm. What were the other two? Greasy Spoon and Blue Boy. I'm going to say Greasy Spoon is the weed and Blue Boy is the mind's eye. Oh, we've got Even an... though I feel I feel like the Blue Boy is a pedal, but I'm going for mind's eye. No, we've we've got a nofer again. We've got a nofer. The Blue Boy uh... was a pedal. The Blue Boy was an MI Audio uh pedal. MI Audio obviously more famous for the crunch box. Yeah. Um, Moby Dick was the weed. Yeah. Greasy Spoon was simply plucked out of my ass. Uh, I've got a greasy spoon in my ass. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I mean, at least the grease would have helped to get up there without being too painful. That, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if it was a dry spoon, no one's having a good time there. Uh, right, this is the final one. Matt, you can do this. I believe in you. You can... Like, we started off decent and then... Fell off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can do this. Right, so. So. Chicken nuggets. Whip. Donk. Chicken nuggets. Whip. Donk. Uh, I don't know. Donk is a great name for a paddle if it's not already. But it's also quite a good name for a weed. I mean that's that is that is how this game works pretty much. <laughs> it is. But... We learned that weed and pedals are almost interchangeable. I <laughs> uh, dunk whip whip quip whip like cool whip. Okay, whip. whip. Um yeah, whip. And yeah. Chicken nuggets. Are they really going to call <laughs> I, I I mean I'm I'm gonna probably out myself as a, an absolute idiot here. I'm going chicken nuggets for the pedal. Mm -hmm. Whip is your mind's eye, and donk is the weed. You got a one. You got a one, Matt. You got a one. Uh. I mean, <laughs> small victories. Small victories. That's it. Yeah. So donk is the weed, which again. 
that would be an amazing pedal name. So yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> why is it not a pedal? It might be. To be fair, a lot of the weeds might already be pedals. A lot of the pedals might already be weeds. Already be weeds. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And to, and chicken nuggets could also have been weeds. Chicken nuggets was a, just a random exclamation from uh, from my missus who helped me out writing the quiz today. She just like I was looking quizzically into the distance. And she just said, chicken nuggets. I went, what? what? She went, you look like you needed some inspiration. Uh, and so... <laughs> so you took it as inspiration? Yeah, I took it for face value as inspiration. Uh, yeah, and the, the whip is from Hotone or Hot One. Definitely okay. not Hot Tone because <laughs> there'd be two T's, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah, there's only one T. Learn to spell, you silly Chinese people. That's it. Uh, are they Chinese? I, 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 they've got to be, haven't they? They've got to be. <laughs> like, they've got to be. I, have I just accidentally <laughs> outed myself as a xenophobe? I just assumed That's they were it, Chinese. Yeah. Just, just some <laughs> accidental racism. Uh, uh, yeah, probably. Probably. I don't know. I've got one kicking about here somewhere. I'm... It will have it'll have the country of manufacture. It won't have the country of, um, like the company. Maybe I don't know. I just don't know. I don't care to be fair. Um, so yeah, that that was that. We're a bit rusty on that, aren't we? Um, yeah. yeah. Need to hone in your skills. But again, like you said, you weren't going to do so well on it today because you've kind of got used to how my mind works. I threw in a couple from my missus today, so yeah. Like so. she, she sourced one of the pedals. She sourced uh, the Gigity, and <laughs> like she knows me well, bless her. Uh, and she just threw chicken nuggets at me. So, uh, oh man, that sounds delicious. It's <laughs> been thrown nuggets at. Um, we've got some news. We've got some news. Let's let's do a bit of news. I reckon we only do one because it's probably we're we're probably coming up to the hour anyway. Um, so we'll do it. We'll extend it a little bit. It's got to be a little bit of a new discussion. So a couple of weeks ago, in fact, actually, I think it was last week. Um, the Brad Paisley Esquire was um, showcased. Uh, if we cast our minds back, I think to the about this point last year, I think, uh, we had the um, Brad Paisley Telecaster, which was like a silver, silver sparkle, road worn um, Telecaster with a Paisley, like black and silver Paisley patterned pit guard maple. I there. think it's longer ago than you think. I think that might have been a 2018 product, you know. You reckon? I I genuinely think that's. 2018. Right. Well, while, while I'm talking about this, see if you can pull up some info on when when that was out. Um, I remember us talking about it actually because it it came out around the same time as the Monterey, uh, Jimi Hendrix Strat and yeah. the Edo Breen. And yeah, now I'm mentioning the Edo Breen. <laughs> I'm certain that weren't last year. So. <laughs> Yeah, so I reckon you're right, uh, but they all they they were all like made in Mexico, and they were all over a grand, and we we got our backs up against that. Um, but yeah, so like let's have a look at the specs before we uh before we start ragging on it again. Uh, so it's essentially the same as before. Paisley Paisley finish pick guard. Um, obviously being an Esquire, it's a a full pick guard. No. Uh, Black Spark. 2017. Yes, <laughs> we've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> Shit, man. It seems like I mean, to be fair, I'm getting that date from a guy who's selling his second hand, but he said it's a 2017 Brad Paisley signature Silver Sparkle Roadworn. Well, there you go. And yeah, and, and now I'm seeing videos released in August 2017. August 2017, August 2017, July 2017, July 2017. It was 27. Wow. That's made me feel old. Yeah, and that weren't even like... 
the start of the podcast was it like we'd no. been we'd been going a decent chunk of time before that happened yeah uh so yeah like um the 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 body on it i don't think we we mentioned this when we when we reported on it but it's a really weird body it's like uh spruce uh paul polona polonia spruce uh like sandwich so it's got like okay. a, a thin wedge of pol- polonia. polonia um and it like between two pieces of spruce uh designed to be really lightweight uh like resonant as well but to, designed for, to be lightweight i assume because brad paisley's a quite a an extensively touring musician um and the the lightness is a is a, a bonus feature um so it's got a, a 64 uh tele custom wound bridge pickup as was in the last one i believe the neck is like um an enhanced v um and had we been um like reporting on this in 2017 <laughs> an enhanced v would have it would have taken us over the edge, wouldn't it, man? I was going to say that would have been like a five-minute detour of just giggling. It would, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I imagine that our old episodes are a bit like an audio version of Beavis and Butthead. Uh, <laughs> what? Did, what oh, no, I'm not going to say. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So an enhanced V. I mean that that very much it it screams to me of like like. Those TV programs, like uh, the, the Wives of Orange County and stuff, it, that that's what that phrase brings to me. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't think I need an enhanced V. I think just regular V is fine for me. Soft V, oh, <laughs> hard V, well, that'd be weird. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah, it's like uh, it's an enhanced V. Uh, profile it's got 22 jumbo frets uh sorry medium jumbo frets standard standard fare for the for the for the last one however there's a secret surprise in this uh in this esquire one of the features that you expect from an esquire is that it's a single pickup guitar correct it's like a it's a it's got a single bridge pickup yeah they have like a like a tone control Switch. like yeah like the switch uh, affects the tone control and affects like where it where it works and it can even cut the tone control completely out of the circuit this one is is not that it's it's a pickup selector because there's a neck pickup hidden underneath the pick guard what why <laughs> it's not an esquire then is it it's a fucking telly <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> that's the best kind of esquire <laughs> uh, so apparently uh seymour duncan custom shop secret agent neck pickup um i assume it's like mega high output but it's designed to be l- well far away from the strings yeah. so that it, it it then still works oh man it's like it's the ultimate in vanity like having an esquire that isn't an esquire <laughs> um it does, however, fix the problem that I have with Esquires, um, and that's that's kind of where the discussion comes in, because uh, I want to know where we stand, like as individuals, and then as a podcast, where do we stand on Esquires? Because I'm being pulled in two very different directions with this. <laughs> I I like the concept of a single pickup guitar. Indeed, I, I, I did it away from the microphone that's recording. <laughs> it's all right, we're just getting stereo now. Um, <laughs> so I, I like the, the the idea. Like I I think like an SG Junior or a Les Paul Junior. I I think I'm down with that. Like I think. Like ninety to ninety five percent, I am I'm down to clown with, uh, with one of those. However, if you do it on a Telecaster, I mean, Telebridge pickups aren't my favourite pickups as is anyway. But if you do it on a Telecaster, 
the other side of me is saying neck pickups the best pickup on a Telecaster. So, like a, a Telecaster without a neck pickup, nah, you're right. Like, I, I like. Don't get me wrong. I really like a neck neck Telecaster pickup, but if I am to think of the Telecaster that I currently use live, which is a classic vibe. Um, when I use it live, I do two songs. I do a status quo song and I do a Rolling Stones song. And both of them, I exclusively use the bridge pickup because it's that kind of bright telly bridge pickup cutting through sound that oh, yeah. makes the telly so unique. So realistically, I could get away with an Esquire. And actually, I, I quite like the idea of an Esquire. Um, I won't be getting an Esquire. I won't be taking the neck pickup out of this telly anytime soon. It's just it's it's just the, the way that I use the telly. Yeah, an I Esquire would make sense, the, yeah. Yeah. And I also, again, love the idea of just bridge pickup wired to output jack, fuck off any controls, and just hope that you don't get any feedback. That's like it, to yeah. me that is that's that's how a guitar should be. All of all of your volume manipulation should be not done with your hands. You're too busy playing with your hands. Leave the rest leave the, everything should just be awesome and just go through things and you just control it by changing your amp or changing your guitar changing your pedals or moving knobs on pedals and stuff. Just the, the guitar just needs to go ah, and then you've just got to control that. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not even mad that that clipped the. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm fine. Uh, yeah. I, mm, I, yeah. I'm I'm torn. You can tell because like I'm yeah. making weird squeaking sounds, but words aren't coming out. I uh, would all almost go say that if you're doing a one pickup instrument. As a telly, it should be a bridge pickup, but as a Les Paul, it should be a neck pickup. Oh, oh, I'd I'd go completely the opposite. I'd like a single pickup neck neck pickup Telecaster, but I'd I'd think I'd be okay with a bridge pickup Les Paul. Oh no, don't get me wrong, I'd be absolutely okay with a bridge pickup of a Les Paul, but I tend to find that when all I'm doing is playing lead and searching for that tone. It's always the neck pickup of a Les Paul. Always like when you when you're just looking for that awesome just listen to this guitar, you always go, Yeah, the bridge is good, but if I just flick that one up, I just get this warm, just awesomeness, and then you can just kick in a bit of fuzz, just push it over the edge and just Yeah. I just had a had a peek over to my uh, my guitar rack. Almost every one of the guitars is flicked to the neck pickup. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't think there's there's one that's. Uh, I don't think there's one that's on the bridge at least. Anyway. Bridge, bridge. Yours are all bridges, aren't they? Oh, that one's in the middle. Um, uh, that one is on bridge. Yeah, so bridge, 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 and middle. <laughs> we live very different lives here, but we live very different lives. And twelve string acoustic. <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd even have that on the neck pickup. <laughs> Don't know how, but I would. Um, yeah, so I think as much as I like the concept of it, I think I I wouldn't be able to do it. I think if I did, because the um the classic vibe esquires have appealed to me. I think if I did buy one, I'd end up putting a neck pickup in it, <laughs> which <laughs> really defeats the point of having an esquire. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like thinking about the Esquire again, what's the blade switch? I know it. I know it's different values for tone controls, but then you're getting into the uselessness of Jaguars and Jazzmasters, where nobody uses those extra tones anyway. Just have a tone knob and a volume knob if you want to have any tone control over that pickup. Yeah, don't faff around with a blade switch. Yeah, so I think like one of them is all of the tone rolled off. I think one of them is both um both of the the controls are active and then 
one of them takes the tone control completely out of the circuit, which leads to a brighter sound. Um, but I'm not I'm not entirely sure. I've not played a um, an Esquire. Um, I fear I might like it, uh, and I like being <laughs> being like, like unconfirmed bias. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I know that we've we've got a few listeners who will absolutely string me up for for not completely siding with the Esquire. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we will, but. I, I again, I'm fifty fifty with it. Like, I don't don't get me wrong. I'd absolutely get along with one if I had one. Yeah, but I wouldn't necessarily choose to pick one up. I think yeah, I think that's it. I think if for whatever happenstance, I I just chanced upon one. Someone just gave me an Esquire. I think I'd be perfectly happy with it. Um, but I don't think I'm going to go and buy one. I I don't think I'm I'm that happy with it. So. There you go. That's probably a good place to end our podcast for for today. What time are we looking? Are we, are we over the hour mark? I bet we, we are. We're, we're three minutes over the hour mark. By the time we've done the outro, we're definitely going to be over the hour. Jobs are good and good job. Um, we haven't mentioned Patreon backers yet, have we? We didn't we do mention one of them. We did. He can have another one for being such a good lad. Um. And if you want to be one of the Patreon backers for as little as $2 a month, you can be. Uh, if you go patreon.com slash fret talk, you can, you can check out our tiers. Um, but not tiers as in the ones that you cry because Patreon money makes us happy. <laughs> that's a that's a segue. Uh, so here are the people who, who back us on Patreon and we give you massive, massive applause. So we have got Andrew Bimson. We have got Mr. Adam Yeomans of Chef Tone Effects. We have got Doug Christ of 37 Effects and of the Masters of the uni- uh, of the Cinematic Universe podcast. We have got Joseph Richardson of Joseph Richardson Music and of Abstractium Band. We have got Hugh G-Rection <laughs> every time. Every time. Uh, <laughs> we have got Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups. And we have got Brian Gurr of the Tone Jerks podcast. Um, those those people all fantastic. In all of their endeavours. All of their endeavours. Um, I saw uh, a post from uh, Andrew Bimson today. He actually posted in, I think, in the Guitar Geeks Super Friends group. Um, possibly. Uh, like yeah. he's... His pedal board is expanding exponentially. Um, and he's literally recently bought a a, a TC Plethora, uh, which I'm excited to hear his opinions on. Um, but yeah. So I mean, did you, did you notice what the, the wording along the post along with that post was, was, for fuck's sake, I've forgotten how much I hate menus. Because that's the reason I haven't got one. Yeah. And to be fair, I, I, I'm okay with menus. I'm really I'm really okay with it. I, I, I just can't be asked. Like, um, you remember, like, a couple of months ago, we talked about, like, Cab M was probably the best solution for a, an Ampless rig for playing in one of the venues. Yeah, I've, I've decided against going for the Cab M just because... I can't be asked with menus and everybody that I, I've seen a lot of people say it's a fantastic piece of kit, but there's a lot of me- messing around in menus or plugging it into your computer. And as much as that's great, I can't be asked. I just want to, <laughs> I want to rock up to a gig and either not have to use my phone to control it or faff around with it. Yeah. I, I just want a pet. So I think I'll probably go with that. The Humdolt, Simplifier, I think if you remember, I mentioned that at the time. I, I do, and and what an apt name! Like, it's just want it simple. Make yeah, it, I make it simple for me. Don't want any menus. I just want buttons that tell me what they do and knobs that tell me what to do, and that's what that's got. <laughs> right on, right on. Um, yeah, we were wrapping up a podcast. We were wrapping up a podcast. Um, so yeah, if you want to catch me online, Mister Budget Pedal Chap, that is me. Uh, it is Facebook, Instagram, 
and YouTube slash Budget Pedal Chap. YouTube is the home of the No Talk or Tone series. I occasionally throw out the Pickpocket series as well. And uh, if you really want to catch even more, you can go on Pedal Boards of Doom as well. I'll feature on there quite quite a bit. And Matt, you are Elon underscore Matt Q at Twitch, at Twitter, at tw- Instagram. Yeah. Um, Bad Bookers podcast as well. Yeah, which I believe returns this Sunday after its hiatus. Woo! Um, I believe, which is possibly this Sunday just gone, or maybe this this Sunday after this podcast. <laughs> it will it will return one Sunday. Uh, a little bit like uh, uh, an unnamed deity of a quite large uh, organised religion. He returned on a Sunday, I think. Um. Yeah, that'll, that'll do us for this week. Um, so, yeah, from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, from Mr. Matt Quine, say bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. Wee! It will be a tatty bye and a good night for this week. To a bit. Bye. And the Lord said unto John, Come forth and receive eternal life. But John came fifth and won a toaster. <laughs> hey, I love that joke. That's brilliant. That, that'll do. That'll do. <laughs>